0: Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the twenty fifth of January. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And hey, nothing's been a better reminder of that than the last couple of days. Congratulations to the bros, Sully Bro Chill, and Aha Bro. Sully Bro Chill took it down yesterday, so we'll talk about that for a second. One Millie, um, it was a twenty five hundred dollar entry fee, so you know it's a little bit. Uh, You didn't have to beat as many dudes, but nonetheless, he had to beat Shady. Shady was up there at the top with, you know, a little bit of time left at least. And, uh, well, Sadiq Bey got it there. Who else got it there? Very impressive game by Giannis, but I'm sure everybody up there would have had Giannis. Wemby. Capella. Surprising. Glad it worked out. Who knows that the minutes are just killing me with Capella. Seems like there's blatant disrespect on him. I don't like it when there's disrespect on a guy. Okay, where's the next one? Um, oh, this is me. No, we will go to me in a second. I guess I should... Oh, this is two slates ago. So just a reminder of the Kawhi triple-double giving Uh-huh Bro his 10th 100,000 win at least. So he's going up. Trying to get his name up in the rafters. One of the better... Uh, it's mostly NBA, although he's got some other ones in there as well. Um, One of the better NBA players of all time. I couldn't quite get there last night myself. I can't... What was holding me back? I got like 314, 307 the one with 329. So I was missing some combination of the right plays, which is always a little frustrating when you're doing like less than 150 maxing. And nonetheless, I was happy with Niang going nuts. I was like, what in the world? Late swapped onto Niang or something. So I, I can't really complain about that. I, th- I didn't win I two nights in a row winning only saddies in hockey though. And like The Sims. So not not positive in that respect. I like to win... I'd like to to be up in the rafters with the basketball winners as well, not just having one big win. So anyway, back to today's slate. How do we get there for today's slate? Well, I've made a couple of changes. I don't think I have any rules at the moment. Um, I guess I should do the Minnesota rule. Yeah, I definitely changed two out of three of the guys, and I still like the rule. So let's do the max two out of three Minnesota bigs rule, and then let's remember, Nas Reed is underprojected for the case of anybody getting a foul trouble. If he's 0.3% tonight, he's the best play on the slate, no questions asked. So I uh, no question about it. I'm definitely gonna have some Nas Reed. I mean, he's not gonna be like core because he's point he's 0.3% owned. So you don't wanna go 60% Nas Reed and then be, was that, 200 or, yeah, 200 times the field. 100 times the field is fine for your biggest stands in the world, thank you. Um. But anyway, yeah, so I, I like those guys in general. You know, the reasons it's because they can smash. And the re- we all remember the way they smash. is You don't have to like, oh, huh, let me think down deep on it. How, how does Rudy Gobert or Kat or Nas Reid smash? They smash by catching the ball under the basket and dunking it back in. Like, or doing blocks and stuff. Like, they do it every night. You got to have some interest in them on the slate. So I need to, needed to add that rule, though. Currently, I don't have that rule in this draft uh i don't see another obvious rule so besides that we have one questionable guy now granted seven teams i always do the math out for you 14 uh sorry seven games means 14 teams times 15 means 210 uh, or 190 200 ish um dudes so listen for shoot around i like to do the show a little bit more after shoot around but i wasn't able to yesterday so i was like yeah you know and then the day before I was even kind of rushed in the middle of the day so i feel like this is the time of day i can make make the show. So even though it's somewhere between a slate starter and whatever, I'll just leave you with what to do if, and if not Isaiah Hardenstein is in. So I think if he's back in, he's full go and you just plug him in and play him uh, pretty much because he was getting full ridiculous minutes before. Now, if he's out, you will play Jericho Sims, right? I mean, like you saw that game, they played Jericho Sims, his role. I mean, they, they just put him in the Hardenstein role. What? I mean, like, he didn't close necessarily, but Hardenstein doesn't close necessarily. So anyway, you can if you wanted to, I think you could make this a precious fork with either one of them. But precious's price is up to forty five hundred, and I think it oh, no ownership, so you can do it for leverage. But it's just eh, not where I want to go on this slate. We got plenty of other center options. Nick Claxton being one of them. I think he's a little bit underprojected. So let me just go through the other people I've changed the projections on. I made Kat and uh, Anthony Edwards have the exact same median upside because that's I think they're the exact same median upside um, for this particular slate, at least in general. Also, Uh Hartenstein, I popped him up to 38. Obviously, you don't you don't play him if there's a word of a minutes limit or whatever, but I don't think you'll I mean. Was Achilles soreness or something? So maybe they play him differently going forward. You know, you, you take a risk. You figure out what percentage chance you think they're going to actually change the way they. You know, it's, this is what is Tom Timido or something. It's he's not going to change the way he's done it forever. If the guy says he's good to go, he's going to just play him forever. Um. So anyway, I I think those are my guys. I've changed. I changed Gafford too because Gafford just like. They, they play him a bunch of minutes. It's not like they're jamming in Mike Muscala minutes like he's Okongwu or something, you know? Like he's fine, but they're not jamming in Muscala minutes. So yeah, we'll get to some Nas Reed, I'm sure like 30% Nas Reed appropriate. But besides that, who are the actually good plays on the slate? Not the ones that I've finagled in based on some personal history or whatever. Colin Sexton, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of Utah guys. I guess. What is somebody out today? I might be missing some news here. Let me look at it a little closer. Utah, marking it, and I see all the guys. I guess they're just running a tightish rotation. The guys are still under. What are the prices on these guys? Chris Dunn is still underpriced. Uh, Simone, you saw him get there for 100K the other day. So I mean, I, I guess that's what it is. Any of these guys really could hit the hit the nuts any given night. So, and they're still pretty underpriced for their role. Colin Sexton. Jordan Clarkston, Clarkston, Clarkson, Clarkson. Clarkson. Um, Spencer, D- uh, Chris Dunn from this team. Those are your three best ones. Dinwiddie's the other one that's like, I don't know, man. He's shrunk to nothing last game, but like he had had a bunch of good games right before that. So I don't think you can just extrapolate that he's going to shrink to nothing every game and be completely overtaken by bench like Dennis Smith Jr. or Somebody ran a Lonnie Walker, you know. I hope that that's not the case for him professionally, but I, I don't, it seemed like a one-off game where he just like missed every shot and lost his confidence. So hopefully he has recovered. I guess now that I've said it that way, let's, let's mirror that confidence with a 30% limit. Cause that's, I, I don't really feel super confident in the Spencer Dinwiddie being up there with my biggest plays in slate. Yep. Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson, Chris Dunn. I'm playing Utah guys. They're playing Washington, and they're kind of the guys who would play a lot even if it was becoming a blowout, Colin Sexton, Chris Dunn. um, I think they could get there in a reasonable, you know, third quarter minutes blowout. And sometimes teams are playing them, you know, they'll lose like two or three minutes, five minutes in a blowout. So Washington is the kind of team that could give up a lot of points in a blowout. Um, Anyway, so I'm not sure if I wanted to be a blowout or not with that game. Beyond that, we play some Tyrese Maxey. Against Indiana, that's another game where you got an attractive high total game. Where's Embiid? Is he uh? Do we just not have enough value to get there? Yeah, we're just not getting to that much Embiid because of the value situation. But I think this might be an uh, yeah twenty percent. That's fine. But I want to look at the top of the list. Maybe finagle this. Yeah, this is not accounting for how much better Embiid and Jokic are than the rest of the guys. Like their ceiling is higher, higher than these guys. Like much higher. So you can put Sabonis and A D at like the next level at like 55. Maybe get a LeBron at 50 in there or something. He's been, you know, eh, Him and Maxi at 50. I, I think just leaving them at the next level is fine. But I think A D and Sabonis have another level in them as well. Okay. So well, um 50% Jokic is a bit aggressive. 50% beat is a bit aggressive. I don't think I'm going to want to do what I need to do to get there. So I'll cap them both around 30% because, you know, I think they're good values. But like, do I think they necessarily break the slate? No, I don't. I don't think they necessarily score 80 to 100 fantasy points every time for us. But as a result of jamming in a couple more of those studs, I am having to play more people like Io, more people, a little bit more Chris Dunn. I'm comfortable with that. Um, So if you're comfortable with that, we're on the same plan. And if not, you're going to play more mid-range guys. But regardless, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. Congratulations again to the bros.